Hey everyone, this is Sherry of Sherapy with Sherry Todd. What you're about to hear is a dual podcast. It's with myself and with Debbie of I Wear Many Hats. She's my cousin. We decided one day just to do a podcast because we were bored. And uh, I left everything. It didn't edit. Nothing. What you're going to hear is all the warts. It's There's going to be dead spots. You're going to hear us mess up and we just let it go. And uh that's the fun of it, and that's why we're laughing a lot, because you would think we were drinking, but we weren't. So hope you enjoy it. This is our dual podcast. Hi, I'm Sherry Todd, a former DJ, now podcaster. Every week, I hope to take you on an adventure that informs, inspires, and starts conversations. I want to get honest, and I want to get to the heart of life and love. There's going to be good days, bad days, good shows, bad shows, and just like life, we have to figure it out, and I want to figure it out loud. Welcome to Sherapy. Welcome to Sherapy with Sherry Todd. And Debbie Dormanish. I am going to interview Sherry today. Because she has in her intro from DJ, former DJ to a podcaster. And I think a lot of us would like to know what happened to the DJ, DJing days. And how did you get that job? And... Uh, what changed? Yeah, we're also going to talk. This is going to be a, a dual podcast. We're going to have um, I Wear Many Hats is going to be a part of this, so it's a dual podcast. Sherry with Sherry P. Todd, Sherry P. with Sherry Todd, and I Wear Many Hats. And I'm going to interview Debbie because we're, we're sitting we're, here in Yucca Valley. Yeah, we're Board. out here in beautiful Yucca Valley, which um, a lot of you might not know who don't live around here is um, in the high desert of California. It's 15 miles, 15 minutes from Palm Springs, and it's very windy out right now, very cold and windy, so that's what you might hear in the background. 20 minutes. 20 minutes, yeah. In California, Every- we go by minutes, not miles. Everything's 20 minutes away Everything. Well, yeah, this is... Uh, Even if it's an hour, it's still 20 minutes. It's 20, it's 20 minutes, because in California, uh, you just never know the traffic, so we just say it's... Uh, 20 minutes, and that usually does it. So so welcome, everybody. And I thought we should get to know each other a little bit better. I did my first uh, broadcast, and I told you about um, my growing up. Then my middle, junior high, high school years were nothing to talk about, average, everyday stuff. But Sherry and I had a lot of fun, and, you know, we lived in the same city. I went to a different high school than you, though. I went to the high school for the rich kids, unfortunately. And you were, you went to Glendora High? I went to South um, Hills High I with went the Soches. To, I never went to Glendora. I went to Sandberg Junior High because oh. we moved before. Oh, okay. You didn't go to high school there? Yeah. No. Okay. Well, m- uh, my grandmother and Sherry's uh, grandmother are sisters, and they're very close. And so they moved into uh, Glendora next to each other. And at those times, um, I had a car. Well, Grandma lived in East L.A. Oh, that's right. Your mom moved to Glendora. My mom moved to Glendora with Jack. Oh, that's right. And the reason yeah. we moved there is because Jack's sister lived down the street. Okay. And so we bought a house, or he bought a house there, and we lived there for a while. Yeah. So when I went to high school, <clears throat> like I mentioned before, I had no intention of going to college. So in high school, I um, when they had career day, I put down, I'm not going to college. So I, they interviewed me. They had me come in, and I got a job as a telephone operator in the next city over, Covina. And so I was 
general telephone, telephone operator. And Do your telephone voice. Yeah, remember that telephone voice? I, I Do don't it. remember. Come on. I don't remember. Operator, say, can I help you? Is that what you say? I don't know. It was so long ago, but they had me working the split shift, uh, 8 in the morning till 4, and then 4 to 8. So in the afternoon, I had time to hang out. Anyway, then I went and got my own apartment. Pick up, pick up on boys? No, I never picked up on boys. No, I was a good girl. You had that one guy that you liked. What was his name? No, Tony? I, yeah, Tony. <laughs> Tony Dorman, y'all. That was the love of my life. But anyway, so... Um, Sherry and I did a lot of stuff together, except I was more into crafting. I remember I was with Bev and Pam, and I did a lot of crafting, and Sherry wasn't into that. Well, I was younger, too. You were younger, too, yeah. But I did a lot of crafting. But I had no patience for that stuff. You tried yeah. to teach me sewing. It's like, yeah. I just don't have patience. In those days, we had home ec in school. And so I remember I learned how to um, do sewing. The first thing is an apron. You know, very simple uh, things like that, and you then I made all on. your own clothes. I remember I did. I made summers. all my own clothes. It was cheap. You know, the patterns yeah. were ten cents. Now they're fourteen dollars for a pattern, and then you got to buy the notions. Just not worth it. But um, so many fabric stores. I mean, a lot of fabric stores. Remember, every corner had a fabric store. Cross. You used to pick me up and take me with you. Yeah, we used to go to TGY. You show me the patterns. You like this? You like this? Oh, yeah, yeah. TGY. Okay. Yeah, I could care less. Then I got into the home decorating, you know, curtains and all that kind of stuff. Uh, of course, I don't do any of that anymore, maybe quilting. But Sherry had other hobbies. What were your hobbies, Sherry, you growing like up? Dogs. Dogs? Animals, training oh, yeah, the you animals. Oh, yeah, you always did have animals, yeah. Training the animals. Okay, so then you, I got... Remember the time you picked us up and we went to the mountains? Well, okay, I had a, I had my new Ford Pinto 443DDD. That was a license plate. And so um, we went up to the mountains, which we lived at the base of the mountains. Glendora's at the base of the Foothill Mountains and Mount Baldy. So Sherry and I go up there. I don't know if anybody else was with us or not. I think it was either Pam or Beth. <laughs> Poor Pam. <laughs> Plus Bless Pam's heart. Pam has passed away, but we put that girl through so much. Pam was my neighbor, and oh, Sherry loved a teaser. Oh, and Pam was not a teasing type. She didn't have a sense of humor. No, she didn't have a sense of humor, not at all. But her and I got along real well because we liked sewing. So we go up to uh, Big Bear, and this is 8,000 feet, right? I mean, that... Our, our mountain ranges here are not small. They're eight, they're majestic mountains. For Purple Mountains, majesty. They're beautiful. <laughs> so I go up, and it was cold, and my engine froze. Yeah, we went up there for the snow. Yeah, and my engine froze. Oh, my God, I'll never so, But somehow, we could go straight down the hill, obviously, because of gravity. <laughs> and we had no cell phones, so we called a tow truck or somebody. I'll, all I remember is hiding on the floor. Thinking we were going to die. We were going down, and the tow truck passed us. <laughs> we were going so fast down those mountains. <laughs> Two red-haired girls. I was eyed. Oh, my God. Who knows what Pam was You doing. were laughing the whole time. I was, I was I thought, scared hey, to if we're going to die, I might as well go happy. So uh, somehow we got down. We got down the hill. Obviously, we lived to tell about we it. We had to change our pants when we got back down. <laughs> yeah. So Sherry and I have had a lot of fun together. But after I got married, I uh, kind of, you know, had the kids a year later. We didn't really see each other too much. No, not and at all. Sherry had stuff happening in her life. And so um, I kind of lost contact. And then um, I lost contact with my dad for a couple of years because my dad hurt me really bad. You know, my dad had eight kids. And then I had three kids at four years apart, four and a half years apart. 
And when I called to tell him I was having Bob, he said, what are you, some kind of like breeding mare? And I thought, <laughs> F you, buddy. I'm, you know, 20-something years old. I've been waiting. So I didn't talk to him. But my dad was uh, an alcoholic. And we, uh, until he got sober, we never really got along because he was a party guy. And he would always say, oh, no, you don't want to invite Debbie. She's square, which I am, and I was. My nickname is some, yeah, I've always been. So um, after my dad um, got better. We were the designated drivers before there was designated yeah, drivers. Yeah, I was always the designated driver. Yeah. So, um, yeah, after my dad uh, got sober, he got very ill. He had a heart murmur, which runs in our family. And he didn't get the penicillin for dental work. And something happened, got into his bloodstream, and he ruined his valve. And he had to get a pig valve. I think it was a pig valve. So after that, he couldn't drink. And um, my aunt called me and said, you really need to go talk to your daddy. He's in the hospital. So I called him and, oh, Deborah Kay, you know, and uh, we got along after that. You know, he wasn't drinking. And so that was, I got along with him well. And we became real, real close. Whenever I called him, go baby doll, you know. I miss that when he died, to know that you could pick up the phone and call somebody and, you know, they'd be there. Yeah. Yeah, baby doll. But, um so after that, I moved away. Then I, one day I did get back in touch with Georgine. And Sherry had told me, uh, Georgine told me a lot had happened with you, you know, in your life and all that. And um, Did she ever tell you what happened? Yeah, she oh, told me. She? Yeah, she told me what she happened. She told you, but she didn't tell my dad. <laughs> well, this was later. Yeah, but my dad and Lori showed up at the therapist's office. They thought they were there just because I was a troubled kid. Oh, never, so I, well, I think you were them. out at therapy by the time I came back in. They didn't know until I was visiting them one year in my 20s. I was visiting them, and but somehow I don't the conversation think, I think up. you were out of therapy by the time I came in. You know, I went to therapy twice. It wasn't a good idea to go to therapy with your mom, The I person don't that helped me most was, he wasn't, well, he, I, he probably was a therapist, but he was more of a counselor, uh-huh. and he helped me more than these oh. stupid therapists. Yeah, well. So um, at this point, Sherry... Is living with your mom again, I think? Um, see, is that when we started having the cheesecakes and all that? Mm-hmm. Hey, Sherry and I have a, had a rivalry for a while there about peanut butter fudge, the great peanut butter fudge. And um, I was going to be doing judging at the Orange County Fair in needlework. I, I love needlework at the time. I was doing a lot of needlework cross-stitch. And um, to become a judge, we had to bring something in at judging school. And I didn't do that, but you had to bring something in for the people to test on. So Sherry made her version, her family's version. I made my family version. And so I went about and I became a judge. I took all my classes, picked up the peanut butter fudge. And when I came back, mine had the blue ribbon. No, 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 yeah, no, but no, then no. we did the family thing, and who liked mine better? She never got to eat my peanut butter. Uh, uh, the said Pam. Pam, Pam. Pam stole it. Yeah, she did. And she I told said Pam. she didn't, though. She did. She stole all no. that peanut butter fudge. She did. Here's what, uh, Nancy, I'm sorry, but it's a true thing if you're listening about your sister. I told <laughs> Pam you can never, ever, ever taste my fudge again. You like Sherry so much, you eat Sherry's fudge. You don't touch my fudge. So one day we had a big event. Like I, uh, We always had big events at our house. And I made two plates of peanut butter fudge. One for after everybody left, we could, we could have some of our own. And I, it was on the kitchen table, and you've been to my house. You saw the kitchen table, and then I walked out to the back door. And I looked over. I thought, oh, good, there's another whole plate. I better go take care of that before anybody gets it. Looked outside to see whatever was going on, and I turned around. There was Pam. 
and the fudge was gone. <laughs> she had the nerve to blame <gasps> my sister Cindy. Poor Cindy. <laughs> I don't know. And but Pam had her purse, so Pam just shoved the peanut butter fudge. <laughs> In her purse and walked away. That's how she got even with me, but she got her fudge. So anyway, um, so there was a rivalry, and we always thought we were going to market this peanut butter fudge and, you know, become whatever. And, and Mrs. Uh, Fields of peanut butter yeah, fudge. Yeah, Mrs. Fields. But then we had a family meeting about how we're going to market it, and then every people are going off on one way we're going to shape it like peanuts and thought okay no no this is just everybody's got their own everybody ideas. had their own opinion so I thought no we'll just uh say so as as of this day it's still a secret recipe and I will give it to uh Amber and I think on my side my niece Ashley when Kathy makes it really good well Kathy has it too but Kathy it, will she, not give that recipe up but she makes it so quick like when I make it, I'm like waiting till it gets to the soft. You have to get stage, to the soft. Well, that's and that the takes thing. forever. It does. It and does. It, and if you don't get it right, then it doesn't no. set right. Kathy and I have the same recipe because yeah, we have the same grandma. Your grandma had a different one. Yeah, mine is the soft boil stage. No, you got to do the soft boil stage in our two. But with Kathy's, it it takes forever to get to that soft boil. Kathy's it, like, Doop, and it's. Done. I wonder why, because mine, like, I keep putting it in the. You have to on a softball stage when you're making candy is you have to have a bowl of cold water and then drop a little bit in, and if it forms a softball, then it's ready. But Kathy gave me a tip, and that you have to wait till it's just starting to turn a little gray because it's yeah. just uh, sugar and. Uh, I don't want to give it away, but it's sugar and water at this stage, and it turns a little teeny bit gray. Milk, water. It's sugar and water at the beginning. Oh, sugar and milk. Let's Sorry. See. Sherry's might have the water. Mine had the whole milk. Like, you got water in yours? No so, wonder nobody likes no it. No wonder nobody liked it. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, and you have to use Jif peanut butter. That's just it. That's that's all we're going to tell you on that. So anyway. Um, the Sherry, crunchy. No, not the crunchy. So Sherry, what happened? How, what is it that made you move to Ohio? Is that where you became a DJ? Or I know your dad was in the music business. So is that what got you in it? What happened was um, after college. Um, what I met, college did you go to? I went to Fullerton. Oh, Fullerton. So I went to Fullerton and I met Fullerton's in Orange County. I met um, Steve Lowe. He was uh, Janelle's boyfriend at the time, my oh. sister, uh-huh. and we became really good friends. And um, I don't know how it happened. I, I think when I was in college, when I was at, at the radio station. We had to do a, a you special... You had a radio station at college? Yeah. Yeah, okay. And so we had to do a special um, show. Mm-hmm. So, and everybody had to think of what they wanted to do, like a series. Uh-huh. So I came up with old-time radio. I had oh. all these records that had... Uh-huh. Um, records, you remember what records are? Yeah. They had all these LPs that had all Remember the old... there was 45 and 33. Yeah, 33 yeah. and a half. 33 and a half. And, and you had a little no, diamond needle on a record yeah. player for the young kids out there. And these shows had like the Shadow Nose and uh, uh, Abbott and Costello and uh-huh. like all these old radio shows. Uh-huh, radio shows. So I just did a series on that, you know, and talked about the shows and played mm-hmm. a little excerpts from them. I well, never knew you went to Fullerton College. See? I did. Getting to know you. Okay. So after that, Steve and I, Steve was working at KZY. He was like an intern or something there. And he met. Um, he got to know the morning DJ really well. Mm-hmm. And at the time, Steve and I were talking about putting together a radio serial like that, uh-huh. like the old time, but uh-huh. update it. Okay. And of course, this was the 80s, so we decided we'd do it. We did a takeoff on 
at the time, Heart to Heart, the TV show was oh, really yeah. important. Uh-huh. So ours was a takeoff. It was called Hand to Hand. Oh. And it had to do with the characters. They were named Johnny and Jenny Hand. And we did this whole thing. We did this whole series. And we started a syndication business that mm-hmm. way. And uh, we syndicated the show. It became very, it was super popular in Australia for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why, but it was popular in Australia. And people would be calling us, radio stations would be calling us, and we'd have to get into character. I played Jenny Han, and Steve played Johnny Han, and Bill did all the other voices. He was, he was really talented. And eventually Steve and I, you know, we were young, you mm. know, and yeah. we got a write-up in Billboard magazine, Cashbox oh, magazine. Yeah. Oh. And we even went to my dad's studio, and we recorded all the uh-huh. masters at his studio. And so it, it you know, things just kind of, we decided yeah. to go our different ways. Or right. And after that, I worked at um, um, Kick FM, which was a country station. Oh, oh no wonder I didn't know about Orange that. County, but I, I was just a, a board operator. Uh-huh. And then um, I did a... Uh, it was a Christian station. What was the name of it? K-Wave? Yeah, that's still, I Something think so. Like that's that. still around. It's out in San Clemente or somewhere like that. Yeah, that so station I did that for around. a while, and all I did was just, it was automated, so all I had oh. to do was just read PSAs, basically. Oh, okay. And then after that, I got a job. I sent out tapes or whatever. Um, I ended up moving to Ohio, and I got a job at a Now, what station. made you move out to Ohio? Just to get out. But don't um, you have family out there? Yeah, my brother James. Uh, and you have a sister? Jennifer. And they lived out there. So Because I went, nobody from California moves to Ohio. Well, they lived in Ohio. I know, but you don't. You just didn't pick up. I mean, up. they lived in California. I know, but well, they must have had a reason. Well, they, their father was Jack. So. Okay, well, okay. <laughs> but I'm just saying, if you're in California, you pretty much don't move well, to Pennsylvania or Ohio. Yeah, James is, has moved Nothing back, wrong so. with those fine... Well, I did not like Ohio. Pennsylvania is fine. Okay, go on, Sherry. Sorry. So, yeah, then um, while I was living there, I sent out audition tape, and I got a, a job at um, a radio station in Lima, oh. Ohio, as a, the morning DJ. Now, didn't your sister do commercials or something? What kind of Jennifer work? worked for a radio station in Cincinnati. Um, she was the salesperson. Uh-huh. Oh, that's right. Uh-huh. And sometimes I would help her out, you know, with commercials sure. and stuff, but not a lot. Um but then um, I ended up coming back. They ended up uh, going automated, which meant everything was, uh-huh. there was no DJs. Everything was automated. And so I ended up, I wasn't there that long. So I ended up going back to Ohio and I worked for James. I remember that. And um, he had a, uh, <clears throat> a video video company, video mm-hmm. editing or not video editing. He he shot wedding videos. Weddings, uh huh. He was a wedding vi- video. Video. Yeah. So I would yeah. help him. Um, sometimes I would do the shooting, go with him, or take care of the sounding, soundboard, mm-hmm. sound music, and um, and then do editing. Um, sometimes he would do. We did one project for Swin that had to do with um, the Olympic oh. Bonnie Blair. Oh. She was like promoted, so we had to do a thing with that. And so we did some things together and everything. But eventually I just went into, um, uh, decided, you know, it doesn't pay a lot. So I needed mm. to get a job that paid. So I went into Hollywood Video. Yeah, I remember you worked at Hollywood Video. I worked at Hollywood Video. And then. Weren't you at a, uh, a AM, PM type of situation? Oh, God, yeah. The bowels of. What was that? Price Hill, I used to call it. At one point, I had to work. I needed a job. I lost my job at, um, I think it was a block, uh, was it Blockbuster or UDF? I don't remember. And I had to um, 
obviously find a job. So sure. I took a graveyard shift at a, um, it was a uh, BP. And um, What's a BP? It's, it's gas station. A gas station. Uh-huh. BP. And, uh, I think it's British Petroleum or yeah, something like that. But yeah, BP. BP. And I had to um, work the graveyard shift and all the people that you see that come oh. through get drunk. Oh, they're all drunk, and everything's locked up, and everything I'm behind, you know, um, a bulletproof glass, and oh. the drunk people come up, and I want a beer, and mm. like, okay, and you know, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I hated it. We called it the Bowels of Prousia, because uh-huh. it was in, like, the bad part of town. Well, I remember coming to see Sherry one time. I went on vacation, and Tony was going to, uh, we went to Atlanta, and Tony was going to go down to Florida to visit a friend of his who had cancer. And so I thought, well, I'm going to just drive over and, and see Sherry. I, my grandpa was a long-haul trucker, so I love driving. I, I could, yeah, I'm too. happiest driving. So I went over, and so I'm going through Kentucky. Beautiful, beautiful. Green mountains, green everything. Not mountains, green trees. Then you cross over to Ohio, and it's like, what the heck? And so the directions she gave me to get to her place, I had to go through tenements. And I think, oh, no. Why did you do that to me, Sherry? I went through all these tenements. Oh, did my, I take it, you along the river? I don't know there's tenements. I remember like, oh, it was horrible. There's, there are, those are apartments. They're not tenements. No, they were tenements, no, Sherry. They were Sherry, they were tenements. Okay. By that point, I knew a tenement from an apartment. So I got to your house <laughs> and... Um, I thought the only time in my life I've ever left early from a vacation was going to Ohio. Yeah, you complained the whole time. I did. I don't like brick and all the everything was brick buildings right. there. Uh, Pennsylvania, there's all brick too. I I'm not a fan fond for the brick. But anyway, I came back and then I went. I drove myself through the Great Smoky Mountains, and that was really nice. I was all alone and nobody had cell phones Why then, were so you I was there? so scared. Uh, we went to Atlanta and Tony went down to. Go visit his... Tony had family in Atlanta. Okay. Yeah, and then so I figured, well, he's going to be down there. I don't want to go there, so I thought I'd go visit you. And then coming back, going through the Great Smoky Mountains all by myself. And you complained when I was driving with my stick shift? Sherry, you had a stick shift, and apparently in Ohio it's winter and road construction season. And we were just stopping and going. And, oh, the the construction. Oh, my gosh, yeah. I was used to a nice automatic, smooth roads. But anyway, so then I came back and then it wasn't too much longer after that that you you came back to california it was well you came out it was probably that's right you had you just got your cat julie well i had julie for a while but yeah oh you did okay so you probably came out around 96 maybe 97 yeah because then my dad passed away in 98 and i was moved i lived somewhere else (laughs) i didn't move back home till 2001 Oh, but the reason you came back is your dad, your mom was taking care of your dad, and she needed help. Oh, your grandpa. And your dad, your mom needed help. Yeah, my mom and my Uncle Jim called and asked if I wanted to come because my mom needed help, and they didn't really want to put him anywhere else. Yeah. And she needed help. Yeah, she definitely needed help. At the time, I had lost my job at Family Dollar, worst place in the world to work for, by the way. Oh, she got a job at Family Dollar, too? Yeah, I hate it. Those people (laughs) were so mean. And, um... So I thought, well, I'll just come home for a while and then move back. I had every tensions of moving back. And then um, Grandpa passed away. And then there's some family issues. And then I got sick. I got the mm-hmm. fibroid tumors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then usually after the operation and everything, it takes about a year to recover. Yeah. Unless you have bad luck like Debbie and have to have it twice. Three times. I had three surgeries. For the same thing. 
No, I had the I had the I had the tumors, and then they had but they thought it was cancer. As I was seeing an oncologist, scariest thing in the world. Yeah. Go into those oncologists, and all the women have bald heads. It it was pretty scary. It was very scary. Very I I cried for. Ask Amber. I, I just cried. I was, you know, because I say, you know, the doctor is examining. You might have cancer. He said it as casually as I'm going to Taco Bell for lunch. Go, hey, there's a body here, a person here, cancer. It's a big word. So called to make an appointment. Of course, he's just on vacation for two weeks. Call back. Boy, I cried to anybody who came over was to my house. Was this after the surgery? No, before. Before, before yeah. I'm thinking I have cancer. Yeah, f- the same with me. They said you, we want it. So they did. They, they go up inside you and they scrape. The- yeah. The tumor and everything, and I was No, like, I had to have... Well, because Granny had female problems, he said, let's just go on in and, and take everything out. And I said, okay, but you you are different. But um, I had that out, but then well, after... Know, they did it before that because they were going to do the operation, uh-huh. but they just wanted to see if it was No, cancerous. they didn't do that on me, no. And but in the meantime... So I had that. Then after that, I thought, I went on, Sherry told me a website called Hister Sisters. So I went on Hister Sisters, worst thing ever, ever, ever to do is go on uh, the internet after you've been having an operation. And I had a, a cut. I wasn't vaginal. And vaginal hysterectomy. And women are going, oh, I just painted my bathroom. And I, and I thought, what's the matter with me? I'm laying around here. You know, I started you cleaning covers. That. Well, apparently people were doing it, and I thought, what's the matter with me laying around here? So I joined... You're not um, supposed to drive afterwards. Uh, well, I went to Curves. Remember good old Curves? Oh, Debbie. I don't. Don't ask, Jerry. So I went to Curves, and I thought I could do some exercises, and I, mm-hmm. I'll never to this day forget sitting down, and, and Curves is for overweight women. They don't have any mirrors. It's not like a 24-hour fitness. There's no mirrors. You can't see yourself. Like and Planet Fitness, no judgment zone. <laughs> yeah, so you in there. And it was mostly women. And I remember I was doing a leg push, and I could just feel my stomach. Debbie, Debbie, you're not supposed to. You're not even supposed to vacuum. I, well, it was maybe more than six weeks, but that was for regular. What I had was much more. Well, I got a hernia. And then, so that had to be taken care of. And then I got something else. It was just one year after the other. But luckily, I lived to survive it, and um, I'm doing good. But in the meantime, while Sherry was doing all that, I had a, I got married. I had kids. Um, when we bought the house, I when we were buying the house, I had both people had to be working. So I got a job as a um, answering service. Everybody had an answering service mm-hmm. in those days, doctors and all that. So I was working three to eleven at night with answering service out in Newport Beach. And um, before before I became an operator, I was a uh, a pie strawberry slicer at Polly's Pies. Remember Polly's Pies? They hire pie slicers? No, strawberry slicers. Clean the strawberries. Oh. I would come home. I had the reddest fingers. You know, I was just slicing all these strawberries. But you do what you do at first, right? They hire someone to clean strawberries. Yes. In wow. those days. This was in 1971. Yeah. So we got back there, got strawberries, put it in. And they have really good pies, Polly Pie. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really good. So um, that's what I did. Then I got married. I... Just stayed home, and I took care of the kids. Tony worked. And, um, yeah, I was a stay-at-home mom and did a lot of crafts. Crafting was so popular then. I did a lot of crafts, sewing. Um, we were kind of poor, so we, our, our vacations were, like, on the weekend, we have a quarter. Let's talk about the family reunion we had. Well, just about the quarter week ago, Sherry, to thrifty ice cream, and all of us get a single scoop for a nickel. So there's oh, five wow. of us. So we just made it. Chocolate malted crunches. Yeah, we went down to the beach. We lived eight miles from the beach and just walked along the beach and, you know, 
And that was about that. Yeah, and then after Sherry and I got back together by about 1990, we decided we are going to do a family reunion. And wouldn't you know, it was, the hotter, it was hotter than H-E-L-L. The end of July, what were we thinking? I don't know. But it turned out really good. Remember the video that I took that we just yeah. watched it and laughed? Oh, we laughed, laughed, laughed. I don't yeah. know why we were laughing. Oh, we, were, we were punch drunk because, hot. You know oh. why? Because we kept saying, okay, action, and we would turn it off. And then we would turn it on. It was one of those Sony video recorders, yeah, so remember? we had it yeah. on when we thought it was oh, off. Oh, yeah. And then what was off, it was that lady's breast. <laughs> one of our cousins, the old lady's breast. And it was just on, and we could hear everybody talking. <laughs> that was funny. That was Man, it was hot. There's a lot of people there. there were, we had, I think, 100 people. I mean, everybody. Lot. I shamed people into coming. A lot of people I shamed. I shamed we into coming. We worked hard on it, though. We did. We, we did. worked hard. Me, you. And Charlotte? Yeah, we had meetings at our house. Kathy, uh, Georgine, uh, your mom. No, your mom is Georgine. And Charlotte and me and your sister Tammy. Yeah. Yeah, we had a lot of, we had a lot of meetings. It, it was a great reunion. We have a lot of pictures of it. And so that was, that was a fun time. But, man, it was burning hot that day. So, and then, so, Sherry, you came back. And we've been real close since then. Yeah. Christmases together, uh, all the holidays. All the Christmas parties. Yeah, Christmas parties. Uh, every year we have a Christmas party at my house. And, um, well, I think you stopped that, though, didn't you? Well, one year I said, this is it. I'm not having a Christmas party anymore. You know, when you're in the thrones of it, it's like never again. And then two weeks later, oh, that was a Everybody lot of fun. So what happened, I hope my son Bobby's not listening. So we had a big karaoke. You know, I figure my dad's getting older, too. Let's just have a big blowout. Tony's, all big Tony's friends from work we invited. You had a karaoke machine. Oh, karaoke. Sherry, were you were you into the karaoke? No. Ted. Ted. Oh, Ted God. Ted Cousin Ted went through his karaoke <laughs> stage. Oh, my gosh. And my friend Jeannie's there, my sister from another mother. And um, this was at, oh, it was two, after 911, right? It was after 911. And so it was September. And then... Um, Having the party, karaoke, he's blasting. And Jeannie and I go out in the front yard, and here come these police like stormtroopers. <laughs> and they wanted to see Bobby. Bobby's my son. And they said that uh, I, I still can't, I shouldn't have let him in. If I would have known anybody, I wouldn't have let him in. But I thought, what'd he do? They go up the stairs. I swear there were six of them. They were, they were dressed for battle. And they came up, and they're dragging Bobby down the stairs in his socks. And he had a girlfriend. He had handcuffs on. He had, he had handcuffs? I was videotaped. Oh, you videotaped it? Thanks, yeah. Sherry. <laughs> they took Bobby away. And can you imagine? This is Tony's work, my dad. This was the big blowout one. And the karaoke machine still going. <laughs> the cops like, dragging Bobby out. It's like everything stops. <laughs> and so they took Bobby and they took him across the street to the park. And said, if you don't talk, we're going to go up and break up that cute little karaoke party your mom's having. <laughs> Son of a bitches. Well, what happened is Bobby was dating a woman named Stephanie, which you can remember. I do not like people with Stephanie. And um, she had told him that she, she called him and said she was going out with his best friend or something. So Bobby said, if I find you, I'm going to kill you. You know, just kill you. I'm going to kill you. you know, I'm going to kill you if I catch you. Not meaning it. Well, Bobby was arrested for a terrorist threat. 
very, very, very serious charges. Especially after 9-11. Yeah. Especially after 9-11, Bobby's Park, half Persian, Irania. Very serious charges. So yours truly, Debbie Dormanish, I, the police were coming, and I thought, you know what? I went to go see my dad. By this time, my dad went to the hotel, which he got a hotel right behind us. I went over there, and then I thought, they're going to arrest me because Bobby was living there. They went upstairs and found Bobby had guns and other stuff, but guns. And I said, I never even knew you had those things. And so uh, I thought, if the police are going to come for me, I'm going to do a slow-speed chase. <laughs> I'm not going. <laughs> There's going to be helicopter. I know people know when I see a, slow, a chase on TV, I can relate. Because I thought, I'm going to drive. Maybe I can get to the border. Could you imagine Debbie or I'm going to slow speed chase, jumping down the car? Running. I was going to run into the ocean. <laughs> they weren't going to get me. They weren't going to get me. I mean, I was, I'd never make it in jail, Sherry, ever. I would never make Dog it in jail. chasing you. No, oh, I'd never make it. So, <laughs> so uh, Debbie, when I went outside. Orange jumpsuit. I know, yeah. Orange is the new black, <laughs> not that. I, I, w- I would die if I was in jail. I would just crawl up and die. When Bobby was in jail, I would not even go to the uh, jail. I thought that sure for there's going to be a riot or a breakout and I'm going to be held hostage. Debbie. Oh, it's crazy stuff. I will, if you're in jail, you're there. I'm not coming to visit you. Um, but anyway, so I went back and the police came and Tony said, you know, I don't want my son to be treated any different because, you know, this girl's father is a police officer. Oh, no, he'll get fined, blah, blah, blah. Well, that was a long, long uh, ordeal for our, our family, and it was terribly embarrassing. But I, you know, I didn't do it. Bobby did it. And um, so, uh, yeah, they weren't going to take me, Sherry. I, I was, I, had a, I don't know what car I had. I was hoping it was full of gas. I thought, I'm going to run to the ocean. I'm gonna, we're 80 miles from uh, San Diego. I was going to cross over. 20 minutes. 20, 20 minutes, 20 long minutes. I was going to cross over to Mexico. I was not going to be taken alive. <laughs> so, so anyway. Because why? Because I, I couldn't make it in jail. I just knew I couldn't. So now I could maybe because I'm older, you know, and I'm more confident. I'd be like the old lady, the grandma. But then, no, I, I couldn't do it. No way. So Debbie, you had the best Christmas parties. Yeah, I still do. But now you don't come to them anymore because Sherry informed me that the only thing that tasted good at the Christmas party before last was the C's candy. So... No, 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 no. I never said <laughs> you that. You did too, Sherry. You said the only thing that tasted good was the C's candy. You sound like mom now making no, things up. No, you said that. But anyway, you have your family. Who was you, cooking? Ted, oh no, uh, actually we went to, uh, you should have come. We had Lucille's, catered it. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, just couldn't do the cooking this time. Ted didn't come this time, so Ted and I uh, do all the cooking together. We have the you best time together. Christmas? Yeah. Sherry's we, brother Ted, we have the yeah, best we time just together. Home, which was fine. I think your mom, uh, Georgine's at the age where so many people want her, you know, come over. She said, "No, I'm just going to stay home if people want to see me." She, when we went to Randy's for Christmas Eve, she did not remember it. Oh. By the time we got home, she had forgotten. I remember one time you guys had a Christmas Eve party, and all oh, hell broke loose. Tammy and Janelle. Tammy yeah. and Janelle were fighting. We had and, a great Christmas party. Oh so yeah. So, no, okay. Everything's back in my house again. <laughs> Come on back. We never did get a karaoke thing after that. That phase at all uh, uh, blown yeah, over Tammy by that. Yeah, they had a big fight. So, anyway, that's it about me. That's it about me. Hopefully, you got to know us. Oh, now wait. How did you get into podcasting, Sherry? 
Um, oh, wait, wait. One other thing. You now work for the state, right? The state of California to help keep, maybe other places too, to help keep people from going into homes. If you, we found out you can't have a felony record, they, they won't hire you for that. But if you have a clean record, um, you go through training. I have one in Ohio, though. Oh, okay. What do you do? You go through training, Sherry, and they hire no. you? To- what they, I don't have a felony record in Ohio. I'm not. I'm not saying Jay. We're in California. What kind of training did you go through so you, you can stay home with your um, mom? Nothing. There's I no thought training. you went and had to learn about. They, they basically tell you um, how to how to do the uh, uh, timesheets and oh, just stuff like that. Yeah, and they take all your information, your social, and all oh, that yeah, kind uh-huh. of stuff. They don't really train you uh-huh. as a caregiver because they know most of it's family uh-huh. that's doing it. But there's people that do it for a living. Yeah. That uh-huh. they just, they have a lot of clients and uh-huh. they make good money. Well, it's a good program that, you know, that... It help. allows me to stay home with my mom. Yeah, because you were working at Target. Yeah. And it was too, it got too stressful because oh, yeah. I would come home and mom hadn't eaten all day. Yeah. Or I'd come home and she, the stove, you know, was yeah. burning. And, sure. Uh-huh. You know, doors wide open in the front yard and it's like what the hell's going on yeah yeah and she just like what no what Uh uh-huh you know and then she had fallen once luckily i was home Uh uh-huh oh i remember that yeah she couldn't get up yeah so if and maggie was at school janelle was at work yeah she would have laid there until somebody had gone yeah yeah that's true so it's a good thing they have that program you know, so. I'd call the house sometimes. She wouldn't answer the phone. Oh, and then you worry. Like, yeah, so oh, yeah. One time I called the neighbor hoping that they would check mm-hmm. on her. And they go, oh, no, she's fine. I, I'm not going over there. Like, okay, fine. Thanks a lot. Well, you know, Sherry, my mom lost her eye to cancer. And um, she had uh, skin cancer. And anyway, she lost her eye to cancer. And she always felt like people were looking at her. And you couldn't even tell. You couldn't even tell. Oh, yeah, she had the glass eye. Yeah, she had the glass eye. But she always thought people were looking at her. And so we were trying. I didn't even know. No, you didn't know. No. And when she went to the hospital to have it out, actually, it was an outpatient. I'd want to be there medicated, but she had like a mascara. (laughs) This eye, this eye, not this eye. And they took her eye out. And But she always felt that people were looking at her and could notice it. And so she never wanted to go anywhere. And I think you're really good. You get your mom out. There's always, you know, as much as you can. She's out, you're taking her out, and I think that really helps a lot, her getting out and doing things, and it's good for her mind. She gets tired, though, real easy. Oh, like, yeah, we'll she's 80-something years old. We'll go to Randy's. I get tired, and, and I'm 65. All of a sudden, she'll want to leave. I want to go home. Yeah. I'm tired, I want to go home. Like, uh-huh. okay, Mom. So we're, going, we're leaving. And Randy's like, you guys just got here. Yeah. Mom's tired. That's why I think from now on we're just going to have holidays at the house. Yeah, but you get her out a lot, which is really good. Like you took her down memory lane, you come out to our house, you went to Noggles, like where she used to work, and, you know, you took her to, I see, Knott's Berry Farm. You know, you get and her it, out. It doesn't. It t- it's good because it helps with, gets her mind going. Right. Uh-huh. But it also makes her really tired. So by the time we get home at night, she's mm-hmm. Well, we couldn't exhausted. get my mom out. My mom would say... At first, she'd go to Walmart with me. You know, I would go out there because she never drove, and I'd go out to my mom's, and uh, we'd have a fun time. We'd get a nice coffee and, uh, you know, go to Walmart. She had the shopping cart, you know, the electric yeah. shopping cart, and we had a lot of fun. Then it got to the point she was saying, um, that was once a week I would go out. Then she 
she lived 20 minutes from my house, literally 20 minutes. Uh, so we would go out, and then it got to the point, she'd go, can you just pick up some groceries for me? I don't want to go out. And she was only in her late 70s, not only, she was 77, but um, she just didn't want to go anymore. I wish my mom was like that, because she loves to go to the grocery store. And I hate taking her. I hate taking her because she disappears. Oh. I mean, she'll be right behind me. She's in one of the motorized carts. Uh-huh. Oh. And I'll look at her, and she's right behind me, and I'll, like, look at something, turn around to say something to her, and she's gone. Oh. And I'm in thinking, her cart? Yeah. In motorized cart? She oh, She backs man. up and takes off. And Can't I'm you hear her beeping when she no. backs up? No. Because they go beep, beep, And I'll beep. look, and I say, well, she's just got to be on the other aisle. Uh-huh. Cannot find her anywhere. <laughs> And it's every time. You can ask my brother. You can ask uh-huh. anybody. She just leaves. And then eventually I'll find her sitting at the checkout lane or Starbucks. Uh-huh. And she's sitting there. And every time, Mom, where were you? Looking for you. Oh. Every, I was right in front of you. How did you lose me? You know, I'm kind of like time. your mom in that I don't like if we go someplace to have somebody real close. Like, okay, that's what I liked about Pam. Pam is, I'll meet you up in the front. 20 minutes, whatever. I'll meet you up in the 20 minutes. I'll meet you up in the front. And so that always worked out. God bless Pam. I tell you, Pam and I loved uh, Walmart. And out in Palmdale, where she lived, she lived out, she always worked for the Edwards Air Force Base. Um, and that might have been what caused her lung cancer, you know, being out there with all that jet fuel. This Walmart out there is so big, Sherry, it had two snack bars. Wow. Yeah, huge, huge, two snack bars. So I told her I'd meet her at the snack bar. Well, I didn't know there was two. And... Uh, <laughs> I waited a while, then I walked around, I realized it was over there. But yeah, she, Cherry was like me, she would just go off, and then we'd meet up, so, yeah, so. Well, it was nice talking to you, Sherry, I'm glad the wind nice died down while we were you. talking. Thank you for being a guest on my show. Thank you for being a guest on my Not show. No problem. No problem. <laughs> Thank you for driving all the way out here. I told her, forty uh, hour and 40 minutes, but she said 40. I'll get my phone and show it to you. It was a typographical minutes, area. And I'm like, 45 minutes, it must be a Super duper way to get there because <laughs> it takes 20 minutes just to get to the freeway from your house, it does more or less. Yeah, no, so okay. Well, um, we're closing now from beautiful Yucca Valley, 20 minutes from Palm Springs. <laughs> All right, bye. Adios. Oh, that was good, Sherry. How long did it last? 41. You can find Sherry P with Sherry Todd in your iTunes, Spotify, Anchor or other favorite podcast apps. And don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.